0: let's start talking about
1: what trips you have been
0: on. We've been very lucky, Mark, Um, we started in 1998 and uh, the first six years, we we traveled a great deal. And we went, uh, in the history of our club, we've been to Cyprus a few times on a few trips. Uh, Denmark, um, we won some gold medals, European gold medals over in Denmark. We've been to every town, city, and nearly village in the UK. Uh, Wales, Scotland, Ireland—you know—we've we've we've done some extensive travelling. We haven't as much in the last few years, for so many different reasons. But the first ten, twelve years of our uh, existence, we travelled a hell of a lot, giving young people experience other than just the boxing.
1: And what uh, surprised me a lot was when I heard that you'd gone to Seychelles. Now, you know there's in my lifetime, that probably is not going to ever happen for me. It's such a, uh, an exotic location to go to, and one that you think of uh, yeah, millionaires and billionaires going to and stuff. And yet, you took a boxing
0: squad down there. How did that come about? A uh, trip of a lifetime, and as you say, Mark, I don't think we'll ever get back there, even though we have been asked um, since that first trip. So, in 2001. Um, there were some minutes of an executive meeting and uh, my old coach called Jack Carlston who many, many years ago resided in the Seychelles and he met a Seychelles wild lady, that's what they call them, and married her, then came back, he was in the army, and he came back to England and um, found himself a Yorkshire official as a, as a judge um, and, a, and, a, and a boxing coach. So when I, back end of my boxing career, I boxed in a a club called Stainland and he was the coach there. So I had fond memories of Jack and I ended up then emigrating back to the Seychelles after being there many, many years ago. He sent this letter, as I say, to a Yorkshire Yorkshire executive asking if if the Yorkshire team would like to come over anyone in England to a boxing tournament. And he got a letter straight back saying, how can anybody afford this? No chance. And it got me thinking, I looked at the letter, I looked at Jack, and I'd not seen him for many, many years. So I got in touch with him direct, and I just said, you know, what would it entail? So he says, just, just get here, and, you know, we'll look after you, and we'll do some boxing. So, basically, I give up work, and for nine weeks, we raised £9,000. It cost, it cost more than 9000 it cost £13,000 for the whole trip, and that was including the accommodation and flights. It was a team of 15 of us, the youngest was 12 and the oldest was 25 and, uh, well, we went to paradise, we really did. Every single day they brought us out to one of of their local beaches, which was just golden sand. You walked, you, you know, you dived into the pool, which like you're diving into your bath, it was just, I mean, and there was young people with us that we brought, you know, they'd never been out of Huddersfield, never mind abroad. So it was a great experience, a life experience for these young people. I've got young boxers now that box for us. They've got their own family and they tell their kids about that experience. You know, it was quite unique, uh, really. Um, and um, when we went over, you, you think of the Seychelles as just plush uh, and it's Millionaire's Row. There is parts like that, but majority of uh, the Seychelles... You know, there's a lot of poor... We were boxing again orphans. A lot of young people that are orphaned over there. There's, um, you know, it's very, very deprived areas. uh, And we witnessed a lot of that. But uh, when we went there, we were Trek-like celebrities. We had TV following us. We had the radio uh, interviewing us, regulars. Our young people became little stars and they loved it. They loved it. We had ten days in paradise and... What a great, great experience. Um, we, we, we struggled a bit with acclimatising, because we were, we were there five days before we actually competed in the tournament, which we actually won as well, which was a massive bonus. Um, and we, but we trained and tried to get used to the heat, but on the night, it was an evening show, because it was cooler, but it was still 33 degrees. Uh, and some of our boxers got a bit sick in between rounds and uh, after the bout, because it was so, so warm. Uh, But again, lifetime experience for everybody involved. Um, And we went on then to have a return where they came back to us. Can can I just take you back though? You said
1: nine weeks, 13,000 pounds. How, 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 you know, what activities did you do to try and, you know, that's an incredible amount of money. Um,
0: like any sports club out there, you just try and raise money. So it's from, you know, going to the supermarket and backpacking, sponsored runs, sponsored bike rides. Uh, we had a load of females of the gym going out in our boxing kits, bandages on, make makeup on the eyes to look like boxers, you know. And they went around all the pubs and clubs. I were actually driving them in his minibus and we, we hit a lot of pubs and clubs and they were all drinking with the girls. All had a drink in like a bit of a pub crawl, but we we're raising money. We yeah. raised just over eight hundred pounds that day, and again another experience. It was fantastic, and um, you know by the end of the day they'd had a few, so they were uh, you know they, they, they were a little bit drunk, but it we're all great humour and uh, another great experience. But we just did anything and everything. You know we had some of uh, the grandmas and mums baking cakes and selling them, and you know we just doing anything we could to raise monies. Uh as always we, you know, we we're trying to raise money we we didn't get no funding for this, but we uh we we managed to people people bought in to the uh the experience what we're trying to do for our young people. So that helped get get us we had a, an odd business, you know, it'd give us, you know, three, four, four, five hundred pounds to to help the because because they seen they seen the benefit of our young people would get.
1: Yeah, I I mean that that strikes me as that's the community coming together and uh, an amazing experience for 15 young boxers. Ten days out there.
0: Yeah, ten days,
1: yeah. And what were the accommodation? Were it like a youth hostel or were it...?
0: No, we were, we were putting um, Jack's friend on the hotel. So uh, we were put up in his hotel and uh, actually there was nobody else in the hotel. Um, we went in April time, which I didn't know, I didn't realise. must have been a quiet time to go there, I'm not sure. But um, we were the only residents in the hotel. Um, it was next to the beach. It was next to a, 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 like a jetty. And uh, you could, if you wanted, to go out in boats. But we never did because we had so many other things to do. And we were training every day. And we were also going to a beach every day. Um, and there were always people coming to visit us because the... Um, the Uganda national team were there boxing, so they boxed in the tournament as well. So um, we had uh, we had there were one Ugandan man there who was an ex sparring partner of Mike Tyson. So we had some real interesting conversations with, with them. And, uh, and on an honest point of view, their national coach that were there saw how we were doing things and asked me and my other coach that were there at the time, would we go out to Uganda and help coach their team, which was whether it were tongue in cheek I don't know, but um it was an interesting uh an interesting thing to be asked however, we didn't fancy going to Uganda because I wasn't sure of the country at the time but um another another experience really another experience but we um we used to watch the uh, we used to we had a lot of tuna in the diet, but the, we used to watch them catch the tuna bring it in gut it cook it and my young people would experience what it was like in the kitchen as well and so they learned a lot of other things other than just the boxing and, and um you know being on the seaside it was uh it was it was really good
1: you, you mentioned radio and stuff like you know i mean like like you said they taking straight out of huddersfield some have not actually gone out at boundaries of uh let's say yorkshire and, and They've flown over there and, and they're like little uh, sort of superstars.
0: Bless them, the, uh, when they first sort of got interviewed, it was stuttering and... Uh, and, the, you know, as the week went on, there were some little characters and they really came out of the shell. And the night of the show itself was very, very um, awe-inspiring because um, we were obviously looking after our boxers. But there was a lot, like I say, quite poor as so, uh, And no one were really paying in. To go to the show, and it was an outdoor event, and there were people from all over. were in May, Maya, Maya, I think it's called the centre uh, of um, the Seychelles, and there were quite a few hundred people there, and they were all, you know, want the Seychelles to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we, you know, we we made a good account of ourselves. We did really, and as I say, we we beat, we won the competition, you know. Um, and so it was you know, it was just a great, great experience.
1: And so what you mentioned then is fast forward a couple of years to 2003, a return visit from the Seychelles team.
0: Well, how that came about, obviously I'm in contact with the whole team because they're writing to me. The kids that we boxed are writing to us. And um it was just magical time, uh, and it was lovely to be involved with it all um, so we we, we we discussed it with uh, with Jack and um and he just kept saying, "Come on, give us an excuse to come back to England." you know so we, um, so we, we organized where the National uh, Seychelles Boxing Federation paid for the flights to come over. Uh, we got a local hostel that we paid for, so we paid for the accommodation and food. Um, another gentleman I know that um, lent us a minibus. I went down to Stansted Airport and picked them up. So I went down with someone from the Dram, that was the regeneration group at the time, that uh, gave us a couple hundred quid to help us with the fuel uh, to, to, to get them there and back. So we've travelled down and uh, we've gone to pick up the National Seychelles Boxing Team. So, not really thinking much about it. Very excited to see them all again. and uh, what, what time of year is this, by the way? This is January. Early January, coming from 30-odd degrees to minus whatever it was in January. And where they were staying was a place in Huddersfield called Marsden. And there was a hostelry over in and I can't remember the name of the place now, up on Manchester Road, on the right-hand side. Before you get down into Marsden... It was like an outdoor pursuit sort of hostelry. I forget the name, I don't think it's there now. Um, so, I've picked them up. So, before I've picked them up, sorry. So I've picked them up, so we're waiting for them to come out and I'm looking on the board, Seychelles Flight has arrived, going for the bags, so... And the next thing, I look, and I see them walking in shorts, flip-flops, and, and, and shaking from head to toe, freezing. And I might shake him in. Now, I'd gone to a company that provided some track suits for them, uh, a company in Bradford, so i brought a load of gear with me. So I just threw the clothes at them to put them on to to warm them up because they generally didn't bring any winter clothes. I'm surprised because Jack knows what the English weather is, but anyway.
1: And uh, I suppose, though, out there in Seychelles, they, they might not have... Uh... Well, they Lots didn't, of clothing, you know.
0: Yeah, I never had no money for clothes. No. You know, a lot, as I say, a lot of these kids were orphans. Mm. You know.
1: How many of them were there?
0: There was a, there was there was twelve came over for the return, um, so we brought them to the hostel, Ray. we we got them fed, and um, we slept that night. Then I went out then in the morning to pick them up. Um, hindsight's a great thing I wouldn't do it again the way I did it because what I used to do is I used to go every morning pick them up bring them to the boxing club to train bring them back they'd eat then I'd bring them out again in the afternoon to do an excursion of sorts it could be a game of pool table tennis go to the swimming baths experience something about Huddersfield which took over my life really Uh, but I'd, I'd do it a little bit if I'd get a driver now to do all that to that side because we had to organise the boxing shows because as much as they were there with us for a week we had, we had we'd arranged to have two boxing shows one on a Saturday and one the following Wednesday so on the Saturday we uh, we boxed at Huddersfield Town Hall and there were a thousand people there wow it was a fantastic show fantastic show but we didn't have all the boxers in our boxing okay. RABC Boxing Club to box their kids.
1: Yeah, to so match we, and weight. We wives, had to so match
0: so. from other places as well. So um you know we we had uh, some ABA champions that that because we had some they had some elite box as well. So we had to match them up accordingly. So we had the uh, the, the first show and a uh, great sell out and uh, you know brought a lot of money into the club which helped pay for their keep. And then the following Wednesday then we, uh, we went to Rastrick Bowling Club, and we hired that, and we had uh, a maximum capacity of 300 there, and that was a really good atmosphere. Only a small little club, club. so we boxed them again. So majority was the like a rematch, with all the boxing on the Saturday. So they were a nice little bit of edge, and uh, it was, again, another experience, another experience. Some local business come on board to sponsor certain bouts so that helped pay for a few things as well. So all in all, a great experience. It comes to the the day they have to leave. Now, to do this took a lot of money and the club had a reserve of so much money. We got to travelling down to the um, Stansted Airport to drop them off and I tallied up and I had £26 in the kitty left. And I thought, well, I hope they don't want to drink on the way down, or whatever, because they, they just didn't have no money. I mean, these young children didn't. So we uh, we get to Stansted. We had one stop off to, to use the lavatories, and we've uh, we've gone to Stansted, and we've got there's a delay, so we've got a few hours to kill, and they they're all hungry, and they want something to eat. So I've gone up to um, the cafeteria place in an airport. If you can imagine airport, it's you know, it's a bit more expensive than everywhere else and it's all about getting your money. So this is 2003 and I've gone up, I says, Can, is there a manager here or, or someone in, in charge? And this lady says, it's me. I says, I don't know if you've seen home with. And I pointed over to the, the group and I said, I'm with the Seychelles National Boxing Team. Now, before we got down there and obviously two years previous, all I ever heard was them singing and music. They love music and they love to sing and love to dance. So I says this is the position I'm in and I explained that we'd brought them down we'd paid for it all and we'd run out of money and there's any chance I've got £26 any chance we could get a biscuit, a sandwich a cup of coffee for each of them just to help them on the way before they go on the plane I says and sing for you they is well if they sing for us we'll, uh, we'll give it you for £26 now there was a group of 20 of us all together so I thought oh, very gracious of them so I've gone up to the Jack, the head coach, and I said, explain what they have to do. So they've got themselves all in ready, because they do this regular, and they started singing. Well, it brought Stansted Airport to a standstill. And I've still got a lump in my throat now thinking of it. It was one of the most best experiences in my boxing career, watching them, listening to them, and seeing how everyone else reacted to them. You know, and it was great. And lots of people were throwing money at them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean at them to hate them. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah, you know, yeah. so um, to to look at these young kids scrambling for the money because they they were poor was another experience as well. So it was, uh, you know, it was it was a great experience.